Make sure I'm in a nice Hello, spot. everybody. This is the Opposite Field Outlook. I'm Jack. That's Neil. I haven't watched baseball in two weeks. We're bringing you the latest. Yeah, baby. Gotta love the intro music. Oh, yeah, it's great. I can that sounds so it. good. <laughs> it sounds beautiful. Music um, in my ears. And then we're done. So, uh, Neil, how was your day today? Uh, pretty good. I woke up. I think I played video games for like four hours. That's pretty. Me good. and my brother wanted to escape from prison in Escapist. Uh, didn't quite work. Yeah, so. in four hours. Yeah, yeah. We uh, uh, we like beat up every officer we could just to get the purple key. And long story short, uh, there was electricity in the fence. So ah, uh, that's tough. So you yeah. Died. <laughs> no, no, no. I saw the electricity and I said, Vincent, do not cut that. You will die. <laughs> so we left. Went back to went back to our cells and took a nap. So, yeah, we tried. Uh, long story short, I did that and then wrote my script for this episode. And that's my day. Nice. Uh, I don't have a recap today because I just went to college. So <laughs> things have been a little bit busy. Like, it won't like a little bit busy uh for the listeners i drove from california to uh, kansas university kansas that is why i was not here last week unless i don't need to say this if you guys mentioned it all but uh i went to zion national park that was cool i uh, saw salt lake bees game that was cool i saw colorado rockies game that was cool and games. then i saw a kansas city royals game against the Dodgers on Friday. And that was pretty cool. So it better have been. A lot of lot of baseball. No, the Dodgers winning wasn't that cool. That was very cool, in my opinion. That's that's what I came for. Not cool at all. And um you didn't go anywhere. You you were in your house. Hey, I I was at one of the games during the twelve game winning streak. So I participated. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um and then I'm in marching band. So I moved in yesterday and band camp started yesterday <laughs> so uh, i've been having a great time yesterday was the longest day of my entire life was like, <laughs> like 48 hours of stuff crammed into one day 24 like hours. I moved in i organized my entire my entire place you can see that it's still a horrible mess and that i need to reorganize it but i can't really do that right now because i have no time and um yeah that's yeah busy all day the dining halls are not open <laughs> That's the funniest part. Yep. So, because I'm early moving for band camp, so I'm eating a cup of noodles right now. And I have had pizza, not counting this as a meal, I've had pizza for three out of five meals so far. And I, I want to die. Like, there's nowhere else to get food. I'm <laughs> miserable right now. And I didn't buy any food because we thought the dining halls would be open because Absolutely. one of them is open, but it's only open from like 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. or something like that. And band camp oh. goes till 9 p.m. So uh, that's fine. I'm exhausted. I didn't sleep last night because brand new bed. Uh, I'm hungry because I haven't had a good food. I haven't had any good food in a while. And I just got back from like 12 hours of band camp. So I am sweaty and gross too, and I need a shower. I am looking forward to that. That's my sum of events. It's very sounds, eventful. Sounds very miserable in my opinion, but it's not miserable. Everyone in the bones section is fun. There's 35 of us. 35 bones? Hmm? No way. Act you'll, 35 never believe, bones. you'll never believe how many Seuss's there are. Oh my god. There Act are 34. 34 Seuss's <laughs> Dang. Well, I mean, that's like one, one instrument out. Beats yeah. the entire band. <laughs> I, I sent you that that uh, audio recording I took. There's better ones. I'll send you the other ones. But uh, it's menacing hearing 34 sousaphones playing unison and stuff. Stuff. It's crazy. Interesting. Well, that's there's, fun to listen to. There's no scarier sight than walking into a room with like 25 trombone players in it. It's like <laughs> all turning around at you. Yeah, one of the worst <laughs> things I've in. ever experienced. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Like, yeah, other people that are. It's a good time. Yeah, that sounds. 
There's there's like fifteen freshies or something ridiculous like that too. So we're yeah, we're having a good time. That's best case scenario in my opinion. Yeah. Mary. Anyway, Neil has the American League and no one has the National League. Do you wanna do you wanna do the recap for us? While I eat my instant noodles. I typoed it up. I'm at NL. So I only have the NL because AL always goes first. Hold on. In the AL I, recap, the Yankees have been bad. Yeah, the Angels let's, have let's been worse. <laughs> that's that's the recap. Uh, I can just here. Let me look at it. I'll, I'll give you a general some synopsis. Yankees been mid. Tampa Bay is okay, and everyone else is falling apart around them. So that's the only reason yeah. they're actually like in second. Toronto um, firing their manager didn't help. Baltimore. Oh my God, this is so fun. I want them to make the wild card. They're doing really good. Good baseball. Boston. Like, it's just a tough division, to be honest. And then yep. they kind of suck. So, you know, where that's going to end. Cleveland somehow took first. That's insane. Minnesota, kind of behind them. They're still, like, a few games out, which sucks, considering that they did buy at the deadline. Uh, White Sox are actually, like, decently over 500 for the first time in the season. So that's looking pretty good. The Royals, they're poo-poo. Um, you know how it is. The, the Tigers are even more poo-poo. The, the Astros are amazing. The uh, best team in the AL. The Mariners are doing pretty good, but still 12 and a half games back because Houston's so good. The Rangers uh, fired their manager because why not? Uh, worst case scenario, you don't have a manager. Uh, and then the Angels, they're just blah. And the A's are even more blah. First overall pick. Uh, that sums it up. Are the Dodgers on right now? Yes. Do they have a game. Are they winning? They yeah. most likely are. Um, they started their game around five or something. Uh, they were up one nothing last I saw. But now the score, if I may allow, uh, it's four nothing Dodgers. So looks like they're about to win, and nice. be the first to eighty wins. First to eighty. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. Eighty and thirty-three. I think will be the record to thirty-four. I was talking to a Yankees fan today. He asked me if I was actually an Angels hat or if my my uh, <laughs> if I was actually an Angels fan because I was wearing the hat. Right. And I said, dude, no one, no one's cr- stupid enough to wear an Angels hat. Like, I'm almost not. Like, I told him I was, I was considering bringing my Dodgers hat only and just pretending I was a Dodger fan all the time. <laughs> just kidding. You know, college. <laughs> I could be a new man. When I leave. <laughs> I'm gonna reinvent myself <laughs> by pretending I was a Dodger fan all along. Uh, yeah. And uh, he said the O's are absolutely not going to win a playoff spot. He said there's no way in hell. And I said, who's going to beat them? And he said, I don't know, the Red Sox. What? And I'm like, eh, I, don't, I don't know about the Red Sox on that one. Okay, yeah, at least say a team that could beat them. Don't say He the also Red said Sox. the White Sox. Okay, I mean, that's, that's reasonable. And he thinks that the Mariners will be in the playoffs. And he thinks that the Jays will also be in the playoffs. They most likely will. Uh, That's his scoop on things. The Angels have been winning a little bit. They have. They're seven and three in their last ten, which is Mm -hmm. fun. That's I didn't. It's it's great. I didn't get to watch any of those games because I was driving (laughs) from California to Kansas. No baseball for you, buddy. Maybe I just won't watch any more Angel games, and we'll just win every game for the rest of the season. Yeah, just just don't be an Angel fan anymore, and you'll you'll let them win. I think your existence jinxed them. Uh, the Rangers fired their manager today. I don't really know what the deal is with that. You got like a notification. Yeah, I think uh, they wanted to join in on the fun of firing your manager and crossing your fingers that it helps. How many is that? Four? Yep. Four. So, I think it only worked for one team. What I don't understand about this is it kind of worked for the Blue Jays. I mean, like, it didn't really, but they're not awful now. I don't. Isn't this a rebuild year for them? Like, Which isn't there, team? The, the Rangers. The Rangers. It kind of is. They're doing something weird where they're like building, and around them they put like Corey Seager, and these actually good players. So I think they expected to at least be like five hundred, um, and they currently are fifty-one and sixty-three. So I think they're lower than expected, but at the same time, your team is like brand new fresh so i don't i i I, it was definitely not the right move 
because like what's the point plus his contract's probably over soon i think he joined that team like two or three years ago as a manager so the big question for me is um well first of all was the front the front office expecting to do well this year i don't i don't think you can say they were like i mean maybe they were expecting uh marcus Simeon and Corey seager to do really well but i don't know if you can expect the whole team to do well as well like in a rebuild year where you're trading at the de- like where you're selling at the deadline it's kind of a weird move to me yeah then, i think i think the entire front office and andrew all included think that these prospects are like basically equivalent to like the yankees entire roster and i don't get what that is all about because like they're they're like newcomers so and uh maybe it's a clubhouse issue i mean we can never know what's going on in there but uh, the Angels clubhouse vibes are like e- thoroughly irritating to me right now and I'm not even like there like the fact that they're celebrating after they have losses and stuff maybe this manager is like throwing parties and getting mohawks and like, <laughs> like drawing mustaches on people while they're like taking naps in the clubhouse and obviously like maybe no one likes him and that's why he got fired I don't really know the Angels are about to pass the Rangers though and I'm here for it yeah, I mean, if you're going to fail, at least, like, don't fall on your face. Be third. So The run um, differential is only minus two. Yeah, I know. It's not just like, kind of unlucky for them. It's not that bad. It seems like they're just not quite, like, getting that luck and, like, that success in the long run, even though they are kind of doing it, like, day-to-day basis. So if you pull up the ESPN standings page... Is the the far right column uh, playoff percentage? Uh, let's pull that up. I believe so. I think I've seen that before. Yeah, that's about um, the stupidest thing I've ever seen. If it is, let's check that out. Um, I believe I saw it before, and I saw the yeah. Uh, I think POFF is playoff percentage. Um, and they have the Rangers, Rangers at sixty-two. <laughs> <laughs> I think they left it as it was at the beginning of the year and haven't changed it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because <laughs> I mean, that, like, it has to be the case, right? Yeah, because like what uh, the Red Sox are still at forty percent. Yeah. So the Orioles have less than point one percent, but the Angels have sixty-two point eight. Yeah, that's got to be old, right? <laughs> this has to be the original or something. Or, I mean, that is what ESPN does. Like, they kind of just, they mystify people with their statistics. No way that they actually believe this. Like, I don't believe it for a second. They honestly just must have forgotten two of the teams. And, like, oh, yeah. Oh, Baseball reference says uh, the Angels have less than 0.1% to make the playoffs. So It sounds like the Angels and the Orioles have it backwards. Yeah. Just flip-flop that a bit. Anything else interesting happen besides the the race for third place in the West? I, I guess uh, the Twins. I I thought they would run away with the division. The White Sox have been so mid all year, and the Guardians have been so mid all year, and so have the Twins, honestly. But uh, they just bought a bunch of pieces, and now they're, like, bad. Yeah, I actually don't know what happened. I don't know why they fell. I don't know why they're four for their last ten. It just seems like the Guardians are like that. Tampa Bay, like, magic bean energy, where they're just kind of, like, you know, squeeze. Like, the run differential is only 26. Seems like they're just squeezing out some wins, and they're doing pretty decent. So, yeah. Seems like they're just kind of, like, barely coasting by and, like, doing good somehow. Getting wins. Even though they're not, like, stunning, they're just getting wins. So It might be on their, uh, one of their hot streaks right now. Like, they're 8-2 in the last 10, so maybe they they cool down a little bit. It'll then, be a fight for that division because the top three, like the bottom two, are, the next two are only two game out. So like the entire race for that central, like it literally could be anyone in my opinion. Just whoever gets hot. I don't, I don't see the Guardians and the Twins being um, like rival. Like I know they're rivals, but I don't expect them to be competing at the end of this this season unless. Uh, the Twins trade pieces don't pan out. Like if they, who did they buy again? They bought the they bought a pitcher, didn't they? I think so. I don't know. I believe they got 
a uh, starter. Yeah, last I checked. Lopez. Nine. Oh, right, yeah, that's what it was. They got Lopez. Uh-huh. So, and I'm so pretty it, sure that was it, so. Uh, hmm. It appears that their pitching has been bad. That would explain it. Which is unlucky because they traded for pitching. So maybe they just got to get it together or something. I, if the trade pieces don't pull their own weight, then I can see the Twins dropping down to third place, honestly. No, yeah, honestly. I, I think it could go like any which way. It depends on like who finds success for the last like month or two of the game or the season. Uh, the Kansas City Royals are no longer close to being the worst in baseball. They got a couple no. of teams under them, They're actually which is not bad. It's fine. They got the Tigers, the A's below them, so and a couple of National League teams. I'm yeah. by a couple, I mean a lot of National League teams. One, two, three. Reds, Pirates, Nats. Yeah, yeah those guys, and they might take the Colorado Rockies in a minute. Those Nationals are going to enjoy that first overall. Yeah, they really are. They're tanking. <laughs> they're they're committing to the rebuild. Trust the process. Yeah, Juan Soto's gone, so they don't really have anything else to go for. Oh, my God, their run differential is minus 209. <laughs> That's tough. It's not like they're even losing, like, barely. It's like they're really just getting clobbered every game. This is the... TikTok of some lady, like what it's like to be a Nationals fan at Nationals Park. There's a picture of Max Scherzer on the wall, and like the Mets were playing in Nationals Park, and Max Scherzer was starting for the Mets. So the Nationals have like a picture of him from their World Series run, but it's like he's pitching <laughs> against them right now. There's a massive banner of Juan Soto on one of the walls, and he's like, God. <laughs> you gotta get rid of that. That's awkward. Yeah, I don't know anyone who would go to those games. You lose two-thirds of the time. Yep. Wow, that's actually embarrassing. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I guess I shouldn't be talking, huh? Yeah, I guess. (laughs) I guess. A little little bit. Uh, Anyway, the Yankees are bad, and they're going to fifth place in the East. They are. That's that's Um, the moral of the story. That's that's for sure. Bye-bye, um... Bye bye, Yanks. Hello, Boston. All right. That's National League? Yeah, let's get into it. I actually watched this one. so. Um, okay, this one will actually be interesting. We're going to start with the NL Central because we're gonna, we want to get it over with. I almost actually like, talk about it. The Cardinals, uh, they faced the Rockies and they dropped two of three. Gasp. Um, game one, uh, 16 <laughs> to 5. Uh, in this one, Ryan McMahon hit a 495-foot homer. I mean, that was pretty impressive, although it was a uh, course field. Game two, 9-5. to five. Um, uh, I guess the Cardinals. Jack, you were in the house for this one. Um, uh, Pujols, triple shy of the cycle. Somehow Aaron hasn't Otto. hit a cycle. Also huh? a triple shy. Arenado was also they a were triple both? shy. Uh-huh. They were both. Okay. Yeah, apparently uh, Nolan Arenado just got word Nolan Arenado was also a triple shy of the cycle. And there uh, were like six triples that game. But neither <laughs> of them were Albert or Arenado. It is so awkward. Yikes. Um, so Arenado said uh, hi to his uh, home crowd and hit uh, some homers. Uh, game three, eight to six Rockies. Um, yeah, that basically finishes it off. Cardinals uh, only get one of three. Then a matchup. Um, Good one to watch. Uh, Cardinals face the Brewers in this three-game series. And they win two of three to show who is the big brother of the NL Central. Game one was uh, three to one cards. Montgomery pitches another gem. Um, perfect trade line. Dr- trade line. Nope. Trade deadline. There we go. Pick up. Uh, <laughs> in my opinion, uh, six innings pitch, four hits, zero in runs, uh, eight Ks. Don't know why the Yankees gave him up. Game two, three to two uh, Brewers. Um, Corbin Burns twirls a quality start um, by definition. Did really good. Game three, six to three Cardinals, two homers uh, from Pujols. He has 11 homers um, from 700 on his career. So I thought that was pretty cool. Hopefully he gets there. Probably not, but we'll see. Uh, Miles Michaelis, second Cardinal to pitch a gem in this one. Eight innings pitch, uh, four hits, two on runs, and eight Ks. Love to see it. Before this, um, Brewers took on Tampa Bay and swept them, swept 
them in the two-game series. Game one, five to three Brewers, and game two, four to three Brewers. It was kind of boring baseball, in my opinion. Uh, Cubs face Nationals, uh, and they went two of three. Game one, six to three Cubs. Game two, six to five Nationals, and game three, four to two Cubs. Um, former Dodgers superstar, Josiah Gray, uh, tossed a quality start in that one, 6.1 innings pitched, seven hits, two earned runs, and five Ks. Cubs, then they go down to Iowa, and they play on the field of dreams. Uh, let's talk about this game. I don't know why these <laughs> teams were picked. The most entertaining part was the Griffies, who got to play catch in center field. That was better than the game, in my opinion. Um, yeah, basically kind of meh. Um, the field was cooler than the teams. Game two, they um, had to fly back to uh, Cincy, because this was only a one-game thing. Um, seven to two Cubs. Um, and then game three was eight to five Reds. They finally get at least one win. And um, Reds face the Mets before this series. Um, and we all know how that series is going to go. Game one, five to one Mets. Bassett threw 114 pitches. That's pretty nice. Eight innings. Uh, game two, six to two Mets. Game three, 10 to two Mets. They get the sweep. Of course they do. Lastly, the Pirates face off against the D-backs. Game one, three, oh, D-backs. Zach Gallon, really good. Seven innings, three hits. No runs, eight Ks. Game two, six to four D-backs. Game three, the score is flipped. Six to four Pirates. And then game four, nine to three Pirates. Um, in the Pirates' uh, last series uh, is against the Giants, who are currently um, just at 500 as I speak right now. Game one is five to three Giants. Game two is two to oh Giants. Webb, uh, back to his prime form in this one. Eight innings pitched, five hits, no earned runs, nine Ks. Looking good. Game three, eight to seven Giants. So they get the nice three game sweep. Let's talk about the Giants. Um, and we're going to move on to the NL West. The Giants face the Padres. And the Padres take two of three in the series. Game one, one to zero Giants. Um, Snell was good, but Wood was a better pitcher in the long run. Game two, seven to four Padres. Soto's first Padre homer, and Manny Machado walks it off because he is quote unquote effing Manny Machado. Game three, <laughs> thirteen to seven. Uh, team is clicking, uh, looking really good. Uh, two of three right there. Um, the other West teams, the D-backs and the Rockies, they faced off in a three-game series. Game one goes five to three. Game two goes six to zero. Zach Gallen again. Uh, seven innings pitched, two hits, no earned runs, and six Ks. Looking nice. Game three, seven to four D-backs. And lastly, the best team in baseball, Doyers, face off against the Twins in a two-game homer series. Game one, 10 to three Dodgers. Um, I was there. Uh, it was a pretty good game. My girlfriend happened to ask to leave in the fifth inning, so I had to put up with that for a while. That was really funny. Um, I do not blame her, though, because she was terminally ill the whole time. So what are you going to do about it? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that was a really good one. Uh, Andrew's last Dodger game before he leaves, so I was happy that he was able to come because, you know, got a got some blue before you're out. Um, game two, eight to five Dodgers. Joey Gallo um, hits his first Dodger home run. Um, Joey enjoys people actually chanting his name for good for once. Um, and then the Dodgers go to Kansas City to see Jack. And then in the meantime, they also play the Royals. Um, sadly, the winning streak ends at 12 games. Game one was eight to three Dodgers. Game two, 13 to three Dodgers. And game three, four zero Royals. Common um, Royals W. That that was disappointing, but best winning streak since 1976. I'll take it. Quick mini Dodgers uh, recap, I guess you could say. Dodgers are clicking on all cylinders. No one's cold, in my opinion. Everyone's hot. Um, they're averaging eight runs a game on this streak. So, and the MLB average is four. So. Uh, that's pretty good in my opinion. Um, if anything, the news. pitching could be better, but like it doesn't, because uh, like we just outscored everyone. So uh, looking good. Sadly, Bueller not coming back this season, but um, May starts on the twentieth. He is back and alive, better than ever. So we'll see how that goes. He threw an immaculate inning in AAA, so that was fun to watch. Um, yeah, end of mini Dodgers recap. Lastly, the Padres go to um, the nation's capital, and they win a series uh, two of three. Game one, 10-2-5, Padres. Juan Soto goes back to where it all started long ago, even though it was like a few weeks ago. Game two, 4-3, Nationals. Nelson Cruz hits his 2000th career hit. Just going to say the MLB kind of, their Instagram post made it sound like Juan Soto had not been to the Nationals in like a good like 10 years, when in fact he'd only been there for uh uh, last was there like three weeks ago. So just what wanted to say. Uh, if you pull it up when uh, I what is this like a few days ago? It's I like backward all so much. They said like backward all began when, oh when in reality God. like that was literally like 
two to three weeks ago. Yeah. So I thought that was hilarious. I don't know if they're being sarcastic, but I thought it was funny because, like, uh, he was just there. <laughs> He's only been gone for, like, 10-something <laughs> games. Um, Nelson Cruz hits his 2,000 career hit, so good for him. I believe JT did that, like, last year. So good to see old guys um, making good Hall of Fame ballot um, applications uh, adding to their uh, resume. Game three, six to zero, Padres looking really good. Padres, um, and then we'll talk about this uh, NL East team and move it to talking about all the NL East teams. Um, the Marlins they faced off against the Phillies, um, and they dropped two of three. Game one was four to one Phillies. Game two, four to three Phillies. Um, Alcantara he gets roughed up. Wouldn't uh, think I'd be saying that. It's the first time this year, in my opinion. Seven point two innings pitched, eight hits, four earned runs, and four Ks. Uh, first time he struggled, in my opinion. Uh, but I mean. That's the whole reason he should get the Cyan because this is like the first time in the year. Uh, game 3 3 0 Marlins. And then the Marlins face off against the Braves, and the Braves pull off the four game sweep um, and extend a four game winning streak or six game winning streak. Game 1 4 3 Braves. Game 2 5 2 Braves. Game 3 6 2 Braves. And game 4 3 1 Braves. The uh, young Braves um, basically keeping this team alive. A lot of the rookies carrying the team, and it's not like uh, the big contract, uh, really good players aren't doing anything, but. The young guys are definitely stepping up and filling in holes and doing amazing. Um, then the Phillies faced off against the Marlins right before this series, and they won two of three. Game one, four to three, uh, four to one Phillies. Game two was four to three Phillies, and game three, uh, three on Marlins. Then after this series, the Phillies go to New York, uh, facing off against the Mets. Game one, two to one Phillies. Scherzer tossed a gem, seven innings pitched, nine hits, only one earned run, six uh, Ks. Game two, one O Mets, and game three, six O Mets. So that's gonna conclude it for um, all the games that happened. And a quick uh, standings real quick. Obviously, the Mets are on top. 75 wins, uh, 40 losses, second best in the NL. Um, the Braves, 70 and 46, did quite uh, lose a bit of ground on the Mets, to be honest. And then the Phillies right behind them, uh, 64 and 51. Definitely just competing for the wild card, in my opinion. Uh, 11 games back. And then the Miami Marlins are 51 and 65, 440 winning percentage. Sad to see them not do so good. Um, I really hope that they have a better season next year. They, they have a lot of potential. Not doing too good right now. And then the Nationals, you know the Nationals. They're 39 and 78. They're 25.5 games back. I think that's worst in all of baseball. Don't fact check me on that because I don't want to be wrong. Then um, we're going to go to the Central. We've got the Cardinals. They are 63 and 51. 553 winning percentage. They are the dominant team right now. The Brewers, they are uh, 61 and 52, uh, 540 right now, one point, uh, one and a half games back. Uh, they did lose to the Dodgers right now, so that definitely has changed. But the Cubs right behind them, quote unquote, they are 47 and 67, 412 winning percentage, 16 games back. Uh, Cincy, 45 and 69, 395 winning percentage. Andrews, new favorite baseball team. And then the Pirates, they are 45 and 70, 391 winning percentage. Uh, did last, that's for sure. And then the Dodgers, they uh well, they're 80 and 34 right now. But um, as of when I just uh, took all the stats right now, they are 79 and 34. They can uh, still lose. Wait, can they? The game is the game actually over. Oh, the game. it is actually over. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a above uh, 700 winning percentage, but I'm just gonna keep it to what it was: uh, 689 winning percentage, um, on pace for over 110 wins, I believe. Um, San Diego Padres uh, behind them are 65 and 53. Um, 16 and a half games back, so definitely only competing for wild card. But right now, I believe they hold a spot. Um, then the Giants, 70, uh, 57 and 57, 500 uh, winning percentage. Uh, they are 22 and a half. That's also technically the losing percentage, I guess you could say. Uh, then the D-backs, they are 53 and 61, uh, 465 winning percentage, 26 and a half games back. They are not competing for anything. And then the Rockies are 51 and 66. They have a 436 winning percentage, 30 games back. Um, they won't be good for a while. Just going to outright say that. And that's how the standings are looking right now. Nice. I have three things I want to talk about. Something we forgot from the AL is that raised pitcher had a perfect game through eight. Ross Mewson. Yep. Uh, I looked it up. I couldn't remember his name, so I looked up uh, Rasmussen. Rasmussen. Perfect game. I don't know how to say it. I didn't watch any of the clips with audio. Uh, whatever. So it says uh, Drew's near-perfect game could have been extra eventful. Steve Rasmussen 
who was eight months pregnant. <laughs> uh, okay. Interesting. Interesting. That's more impressive than um that one pitcher who threw with like a broken leg in the World Series last year. Yeah. How's that happen? Pregnant. Eight months, you're already in the third trimester. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I see that one happening anytime soon. They're uh, just trying to get at that point, bro. <laughs> yeah, they're, just, they're just getting their clicks. That's all that matters to them. Uh, another thing is that uh, I know that this was a long time ago, but I thoroughly enjoyed Noah Syndergaard's first start in Philadelphia because it was a complete game win. But it was it was also only five innings. It was I think it was four and a half innings actually, and he gave up five runs. <laughs> that's, that stat line is unbelievable. Four innings cool. pitched, <laughs> complete game. Doing amazing, doing amazing out there. Yeah, me and Andrew covered that with the lightning and all that. Yeah, freaky man. He he summoned the lightning. Zeus it. was on his side. Uh, I gotta find. I want to find the game log because I didn't. I didn't deep dive into it. But uh, yeah. Uh, five innings. So I guess it went five and a half innings. So Noah Syndergaard is a. He's kind of like that guy that Andrew and I talked about. Uh, Frankie Montas. Where he's been like goaded at Angel Stadium. But he's been mid everywhere else. Like, if you look at his splits, like, Frankie Montas is bad everywhere except in Oakland. Yikes. I don't know how he's doing on the Yankees. I don't even know if he's had a start with the Yankees yet. Yeah, I haven't heard. I, yeah, usually you get news. So, no Syndergaard's home ERA is 3.3, and his away ERA is 5.17. So, he's one of those, those guys where it's a little bit of a questionable trade. But they're hoping that uh, I think they're hoping that he gets comfortable in Philly and that like his nerves calm down a little bit or whatever. Yeah, hopefully. I think I think they just wanted a frontline starter, and then he had like ooh big name, ooh yep. Frankie Montas, and they're like we should get him. It's kind of a Yankees thing, to be honest. Oh, that was those stats were all Noah's. Did I say that? That was unclear. Yeah, yeah, okay. you made that. Cool. Yeah, I made that. So. Uh, Frankie, Frankie is 2.6 at home. He does have eight away. He started twice. He started twice. Let's mm-hmm. see what happened. He had a three, three innings, innings pitch, <laughs> six earned, <laughs> and then and then a five innings pitch, two earned. Two earned so. so that's zero quality starts in two starts. That's tough. Uh, on the MLB, he already has stats for another game. That he hasn't pitched yet, so I'm confused on what's going on there. What do you mean a game that he hasn't pitched yet? On MLB, right under August 13th, it just says August, but there's stats that say he threw eight innings, gave up eight runs. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's, that just August? That's that for the August? that's for the month of August. I guess that's just for the month of August because that's still no good. Eight innings, eight, eight innings, eight earned. That's <laughs> running innings. Five. Five walks. Yikes. Yeah, that's tough. Nine ERA since joining the Yankees. I think the going theory on him is that uh, he induces a lot of foul ball outs, Mm. which obviously you can get a lot of outs when you're in uh, Oakland from foul balls. Mm -hmm. This, uh, This video, I looked up Frankie Montas on ESPN. And the latest video is every Yankees fan should be happy with their acquisitions. Mm. Yeah, their acquisitions weren't I don't elite. Know. People were overhyped elite. them, in my opinion. People thought they They're did the really Yankees. good. And I was like, overhyped the Yankees. I don't know about that. Uh, that was interesting. What else is happening in the National League? <gasps> Big, Big news in the National League. Fernando Tatis Jr. Cheater! For 80 games. That's tough if you're a Padres fan. That's unfortunate. My guy. ever get is ringworm. 
The Padres should terminate his contract. <laughs> just pay it all right now and ask him to. No, leave. I think they can just terminate it and not pay him. I, I don't know what the the statue of limitations is, but he rode a motorcycle and it explicitly says in his contract, yeah. you're not allowed to ride, mo- ride motorcycles. So they might be able to just like kick him off the team and not pay him all of his money. I think after 80 games, if he either sucks really bad or does some something dumb again, <laughs> they might consider it. Uh, yeah. What what other news has happened in the last week? Like injuries and stuff. Was Chris Sale was was Chris Sale's thing last week. <laughs> Chris Sale was riding. Yeah, he fell off his fucking bike. <laughs> it's it's literally the video from the. Yeah, it's Shred's commercial where the guy's on a Peloton and he just flies out the window. It's like, gotta go. Chris Sale is actually made out of paper. A <laughs> gust of wind blew him off his bike. No, <laughs> it's very bad the moment. What's up, guys? Uh... So, according to John Morosi of Twitter, the Padres can uh, void Tatis Jr.'s contract because he was riding a motorcycle. Oh, I looked up can the Padres void Tatis's contract, and then there's like a people also ask tab, and the number one suggested question is can the Padres trust Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the answer is absolutely not. There's a one talking Yanks um post, and it's like his um. You know that picture, that that uh, uh, stat line where it shows like your hard hit rate percentage and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was one where it had like reliability, and it's like all the way to the bottom. Oh <laughs> yeah, that it's was so a baseball savant memes. Yeah. Those are those are unparalleled. Those are the greatest memes ever. We had a trombone section night, and people asked me my favorite meme, and I was going to say that, but also no one would have any idea what the fuck I was talking about. <laughs> so I, I made up some nails. <laughs> it's exactly that. Motorcycle people. <laughs> also, dressed um, one. <laughs> I like how like one of them was like halfway. It's like, I don't know, maybe... <laughs> Yeah, the only one that's halfway is future outlook. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, maybe. There's still some hope. It's hilarious. Oh. Uh, yeah. Fernando Tatis Jr. is gone for the rest of this season and some of next season. Yeah, I think 40 games of next season. Which is kind of unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. They, uh, yeah. they could have used him. Yeah, it, I think they make it to the playoffs, guaranteed. Yeah, no, I think they do and, too uh, in the wild card without him. I don't think he was necessary. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna make it, but I think uh, you know how teams have these collapses sometimes. I'm talking yeah, like, like the Padres Angels, last year. Angels, Mets, Padres. I don't think that happens if you have Fernando. I think. In in this current situation, like I know that it happened last year with Fernando, but uh, I think with the players that they just got, I don't think they could collapse. But I think it's a possibility now. I've accepted defeat on the Mets. Yeah, I know the Mets are good. I said they'd be first, and I was right. Yeah, you you also said the Angels would be first. <laughs> uh, did, did I say the Angels? Okay, you said the Mariners, I think. I think I said the Mariners, which isn't that bad looking at it. Yeah, but then the next episode, we yes. were like talking about our picks, and you said, "Oh, I totally would have would have picked the Angels if I wasn't if I wasn't so yeah, against yeah. the Angels. If I literally that didn't. is that's on the record, but I didn't write it down, so I'm gonna use that against like for my own benefit. <laughs> when the when the season's <laughs> over, when we near, I think probably the first week of playoffs, I will. Uh, Go back and rewatch the first episode and write down all of our picks for what's what, and then we'll go mm-hmm. through them. Yeah, let's go over that because that's going to be so funny. Didn't Andrew say like he was high on the Phillies and the Blue Jays, right? He was he was big on the Blue Jays. He had Blue Jays winning it all. Like that was yeah. his prediction before they made trades and also. number one overall in MLB, which is not going to happen. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah. So that's a little. A little tough for him. Yeah, that's uh, exactly how I predicted, to be honest, but that's okay. 
Speaking of Andrew, this guy's a clown. This guy's this guy's trying to tell me I'll that I can't. This guy's trying to be. He's trying to tell me that I can't be a fan of two teams, and he's like, "Ah, I might be a sneaky Bengals fan this year if the Patriots aren't good." And I'm like, "Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? You told me I couldn't be an Angels and Royals fan. Like, what? <laughs> there's no way." Oh my god, this man's a hypocrite. Yeah, he was he was high on that. Yeah, he, uh, he said he was. He would have been a Reds fan if he if the Reds were good. And I'm like, oh, so you're a bandwagon? And he said, uh, uh, uh no. Uh, he's like, uh, yeah, no, I would never. Yeah, that's an Andrew moment. Uh, Andrew. Honestly, not going to lie, my NL predictions, I think, are going to be spot on. Wow. That's pretty impressive. My, I, I, my predictions are going to be awful, and they're not going to... I wonder if I still have my prep sheet with all of my info on I think I'm going to perfectly get it right. Perfect. And the only reason I might be wrong is because the Dodgers just won more than I thought they would, which isn't a bad thing. I think I overestimated the Cardinals and Brewers a little bit and the Cubs. I overestimated basically the entire NL Central, and I should have given the Dodgers more, not realizing like just how good they'd be. Yeah. Let's see. What do we got? Two early AL rankings. West, Astros first. Mariners second. Okay. I have them in a wild card spot. I have the Angels at third place in the West. Yeah, also, I too. Also in a wild card spot. Which yeah. is unlucky. That sucks. And then I have White Sox, Tigers, Royals, Twins, Guardians. That's tough. The Central is a uh, bad division. <laughs> That is personally. It's uh, confusing. The East, I have the Rays one and the Yankees two, which is just flipped right now. Like the order yeah. is just backwards. And then I have Red Sox Jays, which I could not have foreseen that the Red Sox would just be terrible. And I I have the oh, Orioles in fifth place. And my notes on them are bad team. <laughs> Guess not. Yeah, little did I know that they went from being the worst team in baseball last year to being good this year. <laughs> That's baseball for you. Uh, yeah, we're not, not going to talk about my predictions for the West. I I can't wait to go over what we. We're thought. gonna we'll put like five dollars in a in a pot each of us, and then whoever whoever gets the most picks right or whatever, we'll come up with some grading system. And yeah, no, we should gets fifteen dollars. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, NL Central, one Cardinals, two Brewers, three Reds, four Cubs, five Pirates. That's the order, I think, right now. I think that's the order. My entire NL, I think, has the correct order. The entire thing. For my May. I'm going to go with my most recent one. Unless you want April, but it's the exact same thing. Um, uh, NL, Dodgers, Padres. Oh, Rockies and D-backs. That's flipped. Then Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. I think Pirates are in last right now, but only by half a game. It was the yep. other way, like a bit ago. So it's not that bad. Mets, Braves, Phillies, Marlins, Nationals is literally spot on. So I the only Mets at fourth place in that division. What the hell were you thinking? Remember, remember I was I was all on for the collapse. And I was, I was all in on the I collapse. was definitely thinking that that was never gonna happen. Wait, what what did you have in the central? Central was Cardinals, Brewers, Cubs, Pirates, Reds. You guys all mocked me when I said I had the Cardinals in first. Maybe that was just Andrew. I think that was just Andrew. I was I was agreeing with you. I've been high on them all year. They I think got that, that the Brewers magic, man. Yeah. They're just pretty decent. Like they just field and they get the job done. Uh man, this is bad. I was terrible at this. I probably still am terrible at this. My AL sucks. I can never get the AL. I just don't understand it. Top players in 2022. Number one, Trevor Bauer. Okay, it's not actually, <laughs> it's, it's not actually in order. It's just like who I like top. I think I did like seven. No, I did eight. Uh, yeah, that was not accurate i did not think they would just give him a, a mega suspension shohei otani max scherzer juan soto mike trout 
Fernando Tatis. <laughs> Not one at bat. It's during the lockout, guys. It's during the lockout. We didn't know that he broke his wrist. And Trey Turner. Will the lockout end prior to March 31st? Nope. It did. That was my... Yes, I was correct on that one. Well, I think it did end prior to March 31st. It just ended like... Wait, was March 31st the de- the fake deadline they made up? I think so. It was, so I was right about that. And then uh, we did, in fact, go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. That was that was great. That was amazing. And we did not miss any games. Wow. No? That was an eventful episode, that one, number two. Not a lot of notes or anything on that. Uh... Something else happened that I'm totally forgetting about in the National League. Oh, nope, it's not National League. It is the 2022 playoff schedule. Oh, that did get announced. That did get announced. So the format, if you don't know the format, there is uh, three wildcard teams now. So the top two division winners from each league get a bye. And then... Mm -hmm. Wild card number six plays division winner number three. And then wild card, or I guess seed six, so wild card three plays division winner three. And then um, wild card two plays wild card one in the first round, which I guess is not the first round. It's the wild card. Some people don't think that's part of the playoffs, but it is. Yeah, it is. Unfortunately for them. (laughs) And uh, the order of that one doesn't get shuffled. Like some leagues do it where if the one seed ends up facing the two seed, they'll like switch it, but they don't do that. Uh, and all the dates are out. So all the wild card series happen at the exact same time. Yeah. And it is three consecutive games. Which in my opinion is fine because like it's it out of the way. So that's mostly fine. But the thing is... Imagine you have, like, a Seattle, a Seattle Yankees game. Uh, I think a more likely outcome for that one would be like a Seattle, a Seattle Rays game, right? So they play, they play in Tampa Bay two nights, and let's say the Ams win one. Actually, I don't know how the home and away games work. I think record. Yeah, but I don't know what order they go in. Because we've never had a best of three before. You know, is it home away yeah. home? That doesn't make sense. It has to be, right? Or do they just keep it at one stage? It might just time? be home home away. Like in that, like the home team for the really? series. I don't know. They, I don't think they released that much. They didn't. They didn't mention that. Huh. That's so interesting. The, the schedule is really bad if it's a home team, away team, home team. Because if you have a Rays-Mariners game, you end up playing in Tampa Bay and then flying seven hours to Seattle, playing a game, and then flying <laughs> seven hours back to Tampa. And it's One game. <laughs> yeah, it's only marginally better if it's like... You have to fly seven hours to have a game the next day. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It, it has to be then home, home. Yeah, there's no way that they're making that without a travel day. I don't know. I'd laugh my booty off if it was home away. It's awful. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what? Bro, this is strange. It's like in, the American League gets an extra rest day. Yeah, I noticed that. I don't know why. I guess it's just to offset it so people can uh, catch both. both. Yeah, I guess that's the only That's reason. weird. For the viewer. Yeah, I, I guess they don't that. want them to happen at the same time so that if there's two, like, game fives, then it doesn't. Yeah. Because with the wild card, I guess it doesn't matter as much because it's just the poopy yeah. little wild card. But with like <laughs> bigger, like more meaningful matchups, it's like okay, I want to watch both, and you might not be able to if it's at the same time. So 
That's interesting. And then the NLCS and the ALCS are both offset by one day. And you have travel days after two games. And then the World Series starts on Friday, October 28th. The Angels will be playing on October 28th. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Then, um, so that means there'll be a World Series during Halloween. There will. Monday. Halloween's on a Monday. That's oh, gross. That's gross. To get my candy. And it'll be game three. So uh, I can just not watch that game. I know it's the World Series and all, but like. It won't matter as much. Yeah. Because like, it's not like anyone actually won the World Series after that. Uh, game four is Tuesday, November 1st. That's a holy day of obligation. Is and it? Santa Margarita Catholic High School will be having mass. Dang it! Poor guys won't be able to watch the game. Oh, they will. They'll just have to do it after. True. They should stream the game during mass. <laughs> Can you imagine that? <laughs> It's like when uh, Kershaw had that perfect game going in math class. Like, I just got out my phone during the <laughs> lesson. I'm like, yo, Kershaw has a perfect game going. And my teacher's like, no, no way. And he came over and he started <laughs> watching on my phone. It's <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, my God. Hey, man, everyone's got to watch that kind of stuff. Is it just me or does the World Series get later every year? It does. It definitely got pushed back this year because of CBA. Um, but it gets pushed back like a little more every year for some reason. It seems like the whole entire season gets pushed back a little more every year. Don't know why. Yeah. Uh, the last game seven will be on November fifth. Yeah. Because back then, when I went to spring training, and I would go during like St. Patty's weekend, I would go, and that weekend happened to be like the last week of spring training the last few games and this time we went it was literally like the first week well okay we also had shortened spring training and whatnot so that too but it was the very beginning compared to last year where it was a full season so like all those games happened before and this year like it just started when we got there so yeah the season um shortened spring training did like make sure the season started a little early but like just to show the difference of like where spring training is relative to um, how it's been. Okay. I have... Oh, my God. The Angels and the Mariners are tied. Uh, I have a question for you. Do one-game series count as series? <sighs> no. So, the Red Sox... The Red Sox are now 1-13 against divisional opponents. Series, not, not games. We're talking series here. If you count a one-game series against the O's... They are two, and f- two for fourteen, I believe the uh, the stat is. I don't think it should, because if you look up series, it's like more than one. Yeah, it has to be you something think... repeated by something else. These are the things you see on Twitter, man. Like pe- people were legitimately arguing that uh that one game is a series, and some guy said literally like. Took a screenshot of the definition of series, and it's like multiple <laughs> things happening in a row. And the guy just said, "Like, yeah, I don't believe you." <laughs> you made that up. My dad said something else. <laughs> That's literally how it goes. <laughs> uh, it can't be a series. Nah. It's yeah. Weird. It was so funny this year with the stupid like mishaps of the season and then you'd have to like play games in weird stadiums like, i don't understand why they didn't just do like double headers and stuff i know that the teams had to agree on when to do double headers but surely a double header is better than like traveling to houston for one day and then going to Cleveland. <laughs> like that, doesn't, that makes no sense or like playing away in your stadium yeah, that doesn't make sense either. Surely the Tigers played the A's in Oakland, and there could have been another game there. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's a... Yeah. It's so funny. It's a big mystery. 
Oh, the season, man. It's been hilarious. Weird that it really has. Oh, what are you? From baseball. Those Cindergard stats are really good. What, like on the air? No, like his, his like savant type statistics where they're like fake uh, statistics, you know? Yeah. Like, like it's not measures of things that actually happen. It's like measured of measures of how often people get contact and how many earned runs pitchers usually get with that percentage or whatever. The only thing is that his curveball is terrible, but that's fine because he only throws it for 10% of his pitches. What? Throws a what for 10%? Curve. Really? That's not a lot. It's decent chunk if your curveball spin is in the bottom 10th percentile of all pitchers. I I guess guess. he hasn't thrown it this year. He hasn't thrown it once? Wait. This graph is misleading. There's no curveball on here. Um, uh, says that he's thrown it 147 times total. Average miles per hour is 76. Five hits, four singles, one double. Seven strikeouts, 200 batting average. So it's actually not fine. It's actually fine. It's okay. Average, in my opinion. Man, these statistics are wacky. What the fuck is X Wobocon? <laughs> <laughs> They're making up things at this point. Okay, I actually know what it is without looking it up. It's weighted, oh. it's expected weighted on base average on contact. What? Yeah. So it's. Am I actually right? It's your expected. Batting average and your on base? On base average is a weird stat. It's like what is on base average? It's like uh oh, it's batting average, but it's adjusted for the it's like uh it's like batting average but slugging adjusted. Oh. But adjusted for it includes it, like your really it includes good hits. doubles, triples. Uh, the formula is hits. Plus walks, plus hit by pitch. Wait, that's on base percentage. What the hell? <laughs> that is on base percentage. Probably just hits, but you include the points for uh, like an extra base, right? Yeah, you get like an extra hundred for a double and an extra yeah. hundred for a triple or whatever. Weighted on base average calculator. So your expected weighted on-base average is based off exit below and launch angle, and then your expected weighted on-base on average is on contact is only when you hit the ball. It doesn't count when you strike out. Man, that's getting really complicated. But I wonder if there are any super funny baseball statistic things. There's got to be some weird... Like, I like the ones where it doesn't make, like, it doesn't even matter. It's all player names. I don't want to. Most yeah, home runs by a guy with the initials MLB. That's actually a good stat. Mookie Betts is in that stat. He probably leads. That stat. He most I likely would, does. I would imagine that Mookie Betts leads <laughs> that stat. The stats are just so like hilariously bad. There was uh, I was watching a preseason game. Actually, I wasn't. I wasn't voluntarily watching an, an NFL preseason game. It was just odd when I was at a restaurant. I would never voluntarily watch a preseason game. Thank God. And, uh, said like the Bills have an eight-game preseason win streak. And it sounds like a good stat, but you realize there's not even eight preseason games. So this is like last year's preseason combined with this year's preseason. And then you also realize that the starting players don't get a lot of snaps. So really, it's just a question of who has the best bench. Yeah. (laughs) And then it's like, well, it doesn't even matter because it's also your practice squad because you don't want your bench players getting hurt either. 
and the status spread out over the course of three years. <laughs> so it's like it is the longest pre. It's like it's like the longest spring training win streak ever. It's like, <laughs> what? They're just really dominant with their subbing players. It's like the longest spring training hit streak. Yeah. Which Where like no- it spans over two seasons and it like doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything. Those stats just really don't correlate with anyone's season whatsoever. It's yeah, like, it made me laugh so hard. I like looked at it and I thought it was legitimate, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and then my dad looked over there and he's like, that's actually a pretty good stat. And I'm like, no, like, it's not even a single preseason. Like, this is last year and the year before, and like all the good players are gone. <laughs> Someone had to like spend time to check. I know. All the seasons would be like, oh, wait. What are they doing? They're on an eight-game preseason winning streak. I should, I should document that. I bet there's a, I bet I could find this online. Longest spring trading win streak. It's like 100 games. <laughs> Mets and Marlins spring winning streak. Uh, I think that's like spring, but actual MLB season. Oh, like one of the four seasons. Yeah. Huh. Longest spring training win streak: twelve games. The Los Angeles Dodgers lost to the Kansas City Royals by a score of four to zero on Sunday. Sound familiar? I remember. This is the wrong result. I remember. I was there when it happened. Wow. I remember it like it was yesterday. Here, wait. Let me look up. Because I know. No. Oh. Ichiro in the Cactus League, like the Spring Training League, has a 531 average. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. Uh, that guy must be the GOAT. Uh, unfortunately, Shohei Otani is better. Actually? Well, he has more home runs. Oh. Uh, we're just going off home runs. Which home runs is the only stat that matters. So. Yeah, that's, that's definitely true for sure. No doubt about it. Unless you can pitch. Oh, uh, well then you're and, just... And then the ERA player. is important too. Let's get into everything. Let's just talk about every aspect of them. Career 60 war. That's a lot of war. How about this? There's a 69 game hitting streak in the minors. That's cool. Is it active? I think so. Joe Will Hoyt, 1919. Nice. I didn't talk to you, Alexa. Shut up. Dude, there's expected war. What does that even mean? Like, how do you, what do you expect? <laughs> <laughs> or it's fake. Hold on. I think it might be fake. Some nerd has made up expected war and think it's, thinks of it as an actual statistic, but... Mookie Betts War should probably be like five and a half. Huh? That's literally what he just sat down and did with every player. It's, yeah. Third watch. What he expects their wars without looking. Point one. <laughs> he just types it in. <laughs> yeah, you can't find spring training for some reason. No one was actually dumb enough to record that stat. Okay, someone has the archive of all stats. Why doesn't the MLB just release all of their stats? Like everything they've ever... Everything they've ever... Like they have stats going back to like 1970. Why don't they just put it all in a big like archive and put it online so you can search for it? That would be extremely helpful. 
Uh, the Angel game is in the top of the eighth. Oh, it's getting close. I think we're going to call it here because I don't have anything else to talk about. Uh, it's great being out here in Kansas. Games are cheap. And I think I can take yeah. the bus there. I haven't really looked into it because I've been here for three days. But one day I'll figure it out. There's only two months left in the regular season. So I got to do it relatively quick. I'm going to drink the soup. Soup. From good, good soup. The, uh, from this, there's no noodles left. I'm, it's salt water and it's awful. And actually, I might not drink it. I'm like, and it's all you have. I'm so hungry. Is that me for anything? Uh, there's nothing in it right now except water <laughs> bottles. Useless. Yeah. But the thing is, to get it here, we had to tip it over on its side. And the thing with refrigerators is that you can't do that. Yeah. And if you do it, you have to let it sit there for like 12, 4 to 12 hours to let to let uh, whatever fluids leaked out of it to like settle back mm-hmm. down. So I couldn't buy anything like to put in it because the refrigerator wouldn't be on for like 12 hours. So there's just nothing in it. And I can't go get anything now because I'm busy from 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah, you'd have to wake up. Gosh darn early for and it. And that, God knows that ain't happening. <laughs> Alrighty. Jeez. Goodbye, everyone listening. Goodbye, Potty. I love you. Yep. Uh, Me too. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a bitch.